Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Encanto and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain? We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, listeners. We are back. We have a great episode. I think a very nostalgic episode, probably for a lot of folks. And we have a wonderful guest with us today. Uh, Tash is back. Yay. Hooray. Tash is here to talk with us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. We always appreciate it. Yeah. I always do that. I feel like I go, Tash is back. And then I just keep talking. Yes. And then I interrupt the guest. I do this so much. Go back and listen. <laughs> I will try this year to do better about it. Tash is back. Hey. Okay. <laughs> you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. Anyway. Okay. It's so fun. here we are. It's uh, okay. We, I, this is the movie that I keep calling Brandy Cinderella because that's how it is in my head. I mean, you're not wrong. It's just Cinderella. Yeah. yeah. But it's also Rogers and Hammerstein's yes. Cinderella, mm-hmm. which I, so I, this is not a nostalgic one for me. I have not seen this. I also am a little bit nervous about seeing it because th- now my n- dislike for musicals is well documented on this podcast. Yes. And I think it's because I was inundated over and over and over oh, again no. with Rogers and Hammerstein. By your mom. Yes. So South Pacific. That's my, that was my childhood and I love musicals. Oof. I just, Went the other way for you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm curious if she would have ever sang anything from, I love all the music from this, uh, but I'm curious if she would have... No, I, yeah, because I don't know any songs. This was this, a television. This was originally a television special in like the fifties, yes. and then it went on Broadway. But to me, that could potentially be a blind spot because I would imagine a lot of the music your mom sang was probably the movie versions of Broad yeah. of Rodgers and Hammerstein's yeah. Broadway stuff. It was if South Pacific was on. I like. I actually like some oh of the songs. God, of I South, love Pacific. South Pacific. I don't think I like the whole thing, but I like all because I mean, I, you know, I'm. A boy who was raised in an era of like a healthy dose, an unhealthy dose of toxic masculinity. So a lot of them are about like a man falls in love with a woman, and I'm like, ugh, girl, like, <laughs> like, ugh, love, gross. Um, oh, so just the stuff where it's like, I like Bloody Mary. I like uh, the whole bit where they do a show and the guys in a coconut bra, Ray Bolger. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray Bolger? No, that's the Scarecrow. It's. Uh, I forgot the characters, the, I don't the know actor's who name. His, anyway, what his name is. yeah. Uh, I, I remember my mom used to sing the opening Oklahoma song all the time. The oh, I what think a beautiful she still morning. does. She would, if we were anywhere where someone was playing something, she'd be like, "Go tell like like." I remember, boy, this is gonna make me sound really bougie, but the Jenkins <laughs> did well in the nineties under. Oh, when Clinton, you were when you had the country club. When I was part of a country club, <laughs> and. They would have country club brunch. There'd be someone playing piano and be like, go tell them to play Oklahoma. Like, I never got to have an opinion. The opinion of I like these musicals was bestowed upon me. So that might be why yeah. I push yeah. away from them. But enough about me and my hate for musicals. Let's hear <laughs> about... I call it hate, I really hate but... my dislike. Let's hear from Tash first. What is your nostalgic memory about this version of Cinderella? Um, I just remember... Well, I love Cinderella, period. And then um, 
I like musicals, specifically Rodgers and Hammerstein. Like I said, I, I grew up uh, watching those with my grandma and everything. Um, and I remember when this came on the first time, I was actually at their house and we sat down and we watched it together. So that was really cool. Um, and then just everything about it and the like the colorblind casting, which I don't know, I don't think it had really been done up until that point. Yeah, I have some information about that. Okay. We can even just yeah, like dive sure, into but... it. But yeah, it was something that they did very, like they were adamant about doing it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are examples of it in other films that I was reading about. So it happened back in the 50s. I can't remember with what specific film, but another example that stuck in my mind when I was reading about it was Shawshank Redemption. Red, who is uh, oh, I thought you were Morgan saying Shawshank Redemption came out in the fifties. Oh like, no, 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 no. <laughs> there was there was example of this colorblind ca- casting right. in the fifties, and I can't remember what specifically it was, but they gave Shawshank as an example because he's described as an Irishman. Well, it's a joke in it. They just yeah, kept on it. Like maybe just, it's because I'm yeah, Irish. Exactly. Yeah. So that was like they they made a point in that film. So when you look up the term non-traditional casting colorblind casting it's kind of referred a couple different ways they do have a couple examples of it there but i don't it wasn't common it was definitely not like a common um widely considered thing and the other thing that i read about it uh that i found interesting is part of the reason that they did it is because they felt that in the 1990s we had progressed as a society which is exciting, but then really sad when you think about the Little Mermaid that just came out and everybody was up yeah. in arms because she's black. And I'm like, we have gone back We've quite a bit in, a in time yeah. in lots of different examples, but that was one that I think directly relates to this. So I was like excited to read that and then sad to read that because of where we're at with things like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they felt that they could focus on this non-traditional casting because of how progressive they felt society was in the 90s. And I'm not to say that, like, everything was amazing then, but they felt that, like, big strides had been made at that time. Yeah, yeah. I think I did read something like that, too, when I was, like, looking up some information about it. But, yeah, yeah, I just, I, you know, growing up didn't really have a lot of main characters that, looked like me yeah especially in stuff that we watched all the time like all the all the fairy tale movies and rogers and hammerstein you know, musicals rogers yeah. and hammerstein yeah. musicals <laughs> um but yeah so i like i don't know i just gravitate to it just for just the nostalgia and just that feeling that seeing so many people different people represented mm-hmm. in something that you weren't used to seeing them mm-hmm. yeah I don't know if all of that made sense, but no, it, totally no, it did. Does. And I think it definitely was a huge impact in so many ways. And I think it reached so many people because of that. For me, we were like an ABC family, me and I've referenced him many times, my friend Jeremy and his sister Kelly, like we basically anything Disney came out with, we were into it. We loved musicals, all of that. So when this was announced, we were very excited for many different reasons. And then also the cast, like being excited about, uh, I was obsessed with Whitney Houston as a kid and Whoopi Goldberg. Well, I still am, but yeah. Um, And Whoopi Goldberg and 
I don't know I think that. You gripped my arm when the new trailer for the Whitney Houston movie came I'm on in the theater. I, oh, I was so that. excited. I, I haven't seen it yet. I, I haven't, haven't either. But my friend saw it and she said it was so good. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, I'm. It's on my list. Uh, but Bernadette Peters, I love and I'm very obsessed with now then I don't know if I was but maybe that's where my love for her started was this movie I don't Mm. really I don't really remember when I was like tuned into her and her career spans like six decades I was looking up stuff on her um and then Jason Alexander you guys were excited for Jason Alexander you don't you don't like Jason Alexander (laughs) (laughs) you made a point in the hunchback hunchback (laughs) episode he's can be a good actor but I think in Disney he goes hammy, and when he's hammy, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't really remember him, like, what exactly, I feel how like his performance is in this, just because... I remember the poster, and it's, like, Brandy, Yeah, and then, uh, oh my god, Whitney Houston, my blanking, Whitney Houston above her, and then I think there's a version where it's, like, Jason Alexander and her being like, hey, like, and, like, doing, like, also, I'm in this, and I'm like, <laughs> I think they've taken it out, because it's, like... You know, like, we don't, like, this movie, uh, uh, I just, I, no, fine. I don't like Jason it's Alexander. Uh, so I fan. haven't seen it since I was a kid. When they announced that it was coming on Disney+, Plus, I was really excited, but I was like, well, you know what, we're, we decided we were going to do it on the podcast, so we're like, I'll wait, but you were saying you've watched it recently? Yeah, I watched it, um, not super recently, probably, like, August or September. Okay. I was just in like a musical mood one day. Addison was at work and I like got up early and I started like I put Hamilton on and then I got all through Hamilton and then I was like, oh, Newsies, I'll watch Newsies. But I only got halfway through News. I only got halfway through Newsies and I was like, oh, no, I'm going to watch Cinderella instead. So then I watched Cinderella. Three, two and a half is a lot. lot, Like that's, it seems like a marathon to me. Well, you're I mean, someone who's di- bored. Yeah. yeah. And you're someone who doesn't like musicals, so it probably seems yeah. like that wouldn't be a way you'd want to spend I an afternoon. through so many musical numbers. Like we were we we just released our uh Rudolph Shiny New Year and I remember I'm like, "Oh, I fast forwarded through this. I fast forwarded through this. I knew some of the songs, but like <laughs> yeah. mostly the first refrain and then like like any Yeah. And you're you can getting, do that. You're getting a little bit better, but Well, because I think there's a progression. Like these are old type musicals where it's like everything stops and we examine the last thing they said and you know i grew up and my dad and i when we would see movies i felt like they were dragging we'd look at each other we'd always do the scissors <laughs> at each other the the two fingers like yeah. cut it cut it edit we were like things should be edited so when musicals when the point is i'm happy i'm now going to freeze this moment and extend it through song and dance i'm like no yes but, but you like couldn't- sondheim does like things happen during the song and it moves the but plot. But you couldn't have that without what came before it. So just think about that. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, I'm also trying to I just... I don't have to watch it. Before. I'm also trying to represent all the fans out there uh, who love musicals. Do you think we're going to lose fans? Because I'm uh, like, you, I don't like this You really are taking sense. a strong stand. I'm just saying, this is how I am. So... <laughs> I may come cut to the other side this of this. This is me, folks. This is me. This yeah, is, yeah. This yeah. is just take this it is or leave it. Here I am. Let's talk about one more thing I want to bring up, which is the weird cultural blind spot that is Brandy to me. Well, I have some facts on her. That okay. stuff I, I knew, you but specifically. couldn't. Cause yeah, because I remember she had a show. 
Yeah, I Moesha. believe it was called. Oh, it wasn't even called Brandy. No, it was Moesha. It was Moesha. If I could have sworn Mo it was called the, Brandy. E to the. Yeah. No, I have no remembrance okay, of the show so at all. Okay, so you do know her. One of her biggest songs is "The Boy Is Mine." I was actually listening to it. When oh I was yeah, looking up I do remember that show. Yeah, I think with, I like uh, it. Monica, like the boy right? Is yeah. Mon- yes. Like it's like that. Yeah. No, that felt like I was going into like hanging out the passenger side of your best friend. Like one of those songs that like sound. Yeah. I remember that song, and I remember her being in this. Mm-hmm. She doesn't act very much anymore. I don't know about her musical career anymore. I don't know much then. It was just like this thing that I like put over in like not for me territory or like yeah. I don't like I don't want to watch that territory. Well, I just never it just she was moved from my head. famous as a teenager in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. So you also had to be a teenager who was around that type of music when her music came out. I was out. not. I was very You, you yeah. know what I mean? She also, you know, I think represented a part of society that maybe you were not like as in tune with. Tara, you can say I was a dumb white boy who wasn't really into black. <laughs> a Texan, like, a dumb like, yeah, white I was, Texan. I, was, it, uh, I don't know that you were dumb. But I was yeah. also very anti-country, so it was just I had a very specific. You had a very slice, specific music, and yeah. That was so I, I think like, that's this part is of good. It. Everything else is bad, and now I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I knew a lot of her music just because she had like number one hits yes. on the radio. So I yeah. feel like I knew her from that. But then she also starred in "I Still Know What You Did Last Summer." That's right. Oh, that's, that's right. right. That's so that she was another that. thing. And then to date, she sold over 30 million records worldwide. So that's kind of so she has sold a lot. She came out with several albums kind of one after another. I feel like you're trying to prove to me that she's like a viable artist and she's I'm like this really woman talented. doesn't sit around and go, "Ryan Jenkins didn't like me growing up. What was the what was the point?" <laughs> well, she also an influence of hers was Whitney Houston. So the fact that she was that's able really to work cool. with her on the show was really exciting. She said Whitney let her, she felt comfortable to be herself on the on this production because of Whitney Houston's support. And I was reading too that um, originally, so I guess they did a TV version of Gypsy, which I didn't know about in like '93. Oh. Mm. So I don't know if you can find it anywhere. I didn't really look into it. But after that, Whitney Houston wanted to play Cinderella and wanted. Disney to Greenlight Cinderella yeah, and then it, I read that too yeah so I found that interesting but it took so long for it to get into production that she then felt too old to play the part and that's why she passed it on to Brandy mm. so I think she gave Brandy this opportunity that maybe she wouldn't have had otherwise I don't know I don't know if like Whitney Houston was the one who suggested Brandy or what but that's kind of what I read but another exciting thing about Brandy's Cinderella is I I can't remember when it was now it was on Disney's it was on a free form I guess I follow free form on Instagram I don't know when they announced it but she will be reprising her character of Cinderella in the new Descendants movie called The Pocket Watch oh yes that's I really heard cool that idea. too yeah so I'm really excited about that that she's able to do that and then of course there were lots of facts that she was the first black Cinderella Cinderella, the Rogers Hammerstein, when it went back on Broadway, Mm -hmm. 2014, Kiki Palmer, she was the first black female to play Cinderella on Broadway. So Brandy, I would say, kind of paved the way, but it's a long gap, but I don't know when it went back on Broadway. This was 97, and I did not look up like when it went back on Broadway. Is Kiki Palmer and Nope? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to just go through just the powerhouse of women really quickly and give some facts because Ryan also wanted some facts on Whitney Houston, which I'm like, how do you know nothing about 
the amazing. That's not what I'm, I wanted them because I know you're a big fan of Whitney uh, Houston. Well, sorry. she was nicknamed The Voice. I don't know if you knew that, but she went by that nickname. Uh, she was a Jersey girl, so I clearly See, I didn't know have that. a connection. She's born in Newark. Uh, she's one of the best-selling artists of all time, and they estimate over 200 million records worldwide. Wow. She has two Emmys, six Grammys, 16 Billboard Music Awards, and 28 Guinness World Book of Records, which I did not look up, but I will be doing a deep dive because I'm super curious what all of those are. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure it's like breaking. I didn't know any of that. I'm sure it's like, you know, the most sold single or album. I'm sure it's stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I'm still like, interested to know what that is. Uh, she's also in the Grammy R&B and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But going back to her feeling too old to play Cinderella, 93 is when Gypsy comes out. She's kind of pushing for this. She then, you know, 92, she stars in Bodyguard. So that is a huge success. Then she pushes to be Cinderella, but then she's in Waiting to Exhale in 95. And then in 96, she's in The Preacher's Wife. So I feel like not only her aging, but also the roles she was playing in movies, Mm -hmm. I feel like is probably another reason where she was like, I'm not really this person anymore wanting to be this character which is why she was then the fairy godmother well yeah and i think that is a change in the fairy godmother because i feel like up until that part like godmother people get it confused with grandmother and assume older woman yeah assume it's always got to be somebody older uh i also just wanted to give a shout out to Whoopi too uh, be, did I you think know? you referred to this as the powerhouse women in this. Yes. <laughs> earlier did you, before we did got you on the know? Call. I didn't know what Whoopi's birth name was. Does anyone know it? Uh, uh, Yippee. It's Karen, but <laughs> Yippee. it's Karen, but C A R Y N. Karen Elaine Johnson. Oh. So I found that interesting. Oh. But Whoopi she's Goldberg. She's much what? better. Yes, she's one of seventeen <laughs> entertainers to have an egot. So she has all four. Uh, And she did star on stage uh, in A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, which that's Rodgers and Hammerstein, right? Is that? I don't believe so. No, it's not. I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Musical fans are screaming at me right now that I don't remember. Is that one a musical? (laughs) Yeah, I think it is. I thought it was just a play. I don't, Maybe it is a play. I, I don't know. This everyone's screaming at us right now, but uh, no one's screaming at us. Just, <laughs> but this, we're not a screaming at us podcast. She won. She won a Tony. What kind of person is going? Just driving in their car with road rage of like <laughs> a, a, a funny thing happened on a way to the floor. Like re, like t- chill. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, she got her Tony as a producer for Thoroughly Modern Millie, mm. and she's been on plays uh like on stage for plays as well so uh, the other thing i wanted to mention i don't know if disney is producing this but sister act three has been announced i don't know if anyone's heard Disney's about that probably producing it. Uh, oh, but she, i have not yeah but i don't it, i think it's still in development but apparently she was on an interview Whoopi was on an interview somewhat recently where she said she can't do it without maggie smith and has basically said, Maggie Smith, we will come to you. Like, we will film wherever you need to film. We are holding out, like, this role for you. So I don't know that that will happen because we'll Maggie see. Smith has oh. retired, right? Like, she's not doing anything anymore. It, well, it's funny because Maggie Smith did the old age makeup in Hook. Yeah. That they perfectly nailed what she looked like when she would be that age. So, like, She's been 80 to me since 1992. Yeah. So it's, I'm like, she's just either immortal or like, I don't know. Yeah. So it's hard yeah. for me to gauge her age. Um, uh, 
Oh, you go ahead. Uh, no, I'm just looking if I had. Oh, just Bernadette Peters, but she's more in the Broadway than she is film. But she has two Tonys, three Drama Desk Awards, and four of her Broadway cast albums that she's on have won Grammys. Mm. So just a couple facts about her. But yeah. Uh, real quick from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we covered most of this, but just want to say the original... 1957 broadcast of this did star Julie Andrews as Cinderella. Uh, then they rebroadcast it in 1965. Then they mm. did this one. The choreographer on this is Rob Marshall. Do either of you know Rob Marshall? You no. do know Rob Marshall, but you may not remember him. He is the director. He's now a movie director. He has directed Chicago, Into oh. the Woods, oh. Mary Poppins Returns, and will be directing The Little Mermaid. Oh, well, that's fun. Interesting. Um, to go back to funny thing, it is a musical and it's Sondheim. Oh, it is. Sondheim. I just wanted wow. to make sure we got that right. Um, <laughs> it bothered me if we <laughs> if we didn't correct that. So there were several songs added to this that weren't in the original musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdly, yes. from other musicals and films, there was "Falling in Love with Love" is from the musical "The Boys from Syracuse." Mm. The sweetest sounds is from the musical "No Strings." Uh, there's music in you from the film. Main Street to Broadway, which I believe is the last song they sing. So again, now we're talking about a musical where they've decided this needs more music. So I am again a little <laughs> nervous. Uh, sixty million viewers watched this back when sixty million people would watch one show. I read that. Well, and appara- was it? Was it? Correct me if my wrong if I'm wrong because it's been a long time. I am old, but <laughs> I think was it still. Did it come out when it was still uh, the wonderful world of Disney? Probably so they were, re- they so were yeah. revamping it. So this kind okay. of launched it back into its like what we know of it. Yeah. I think for a while it, they weren't getting a lot of viewers on things. But yeah, it, it was a part of that. And I read that this like catapulted them into like kind of a resurgence of the wonderful yeah. world of Disney with they, this. Also after this, because it did so well, and it was pretty well liked by critics as well wanted to do other like big productions of Disney movies and stuff. Uh, and they were working on a musical version of Pinocchio that fell through. And hmm. I don't understand why no. Pinocchio, everyone just wants I to keep remaking underst- Pinocchio. And I don't know why I don't understand don't why it's why. to me. It's low on the classics. It's cause it's a weird movie. This- um, Oh, I, that was it. Oh, okay. I didn't know. I if don't you know had- why I did a big um. Okay, uh, was nominated <laughs> for seven primetime Emmys and it won for outstanding art direction for a variety or music performance. Uh, when it was released on VHS, so it was released 101 days after it came out, and it sold one million copies in one week. Wow! And then they said by 1999, it sold over two million copies. So clearly, it was a hit, and clearly, it spoke to a lot of people. I think you know we talked about this, but I think it being representative of so like like you were saying so many different people you know different ethnicities and so many different people represented and people could see themselves in the characters and I think also then you had people who are musical fans people who are Disney fans Mm -hmm. people who are Cinderella fans so I think it spoke to a lot of people in that way also she's if I remember correctly kind of a I don't know if a more independent but a more like confident Cinderella right Mm -hmm. I think Maybe. I don't know. I don't want to say it because I don't really remember. But yeah. Uh, but um, they also changed a lot of lyrics, which makes sense because there's in my own little corner, the original lyrics talk about 
being a young Norwegian princess, so that was changed to Egyptian princess. And uh, apparently there's a lyric that says that she was a slave from Calcutta and that was changed to a thief from Calcutta. So there's like... Who's singing this? Um, Cinderella. She said in, in the original, she says that's I'm a what I, That's what thief? I read. I don't, I don't know. That's what I read. Oh, it might be in one of the other <laughs> songs that wasn't maybe originally in. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird yeah. to say that in the same song that you're a Nor- Norwegian princess, you're also this a thief from Calcutta. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Uh, let me see. Uh, the colors of the step family's gowns reference the animated version. Mm. So you'll see Lady Tremaine in purple, Anastasia in pink, and Drizella in green. But so that's not their names. It's like Calliope and something else yes. in this. Yeah, the, yeah, the names, names are different. Yeah. Um, apparently, the jewelry that Whoopi Goldberg wore was designed by Harry Winston, and it cost $2 million to make. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Jeez, Ooh. for a TV special? Yeah. Well, oh, I wow. have a fact about how much this cost to make. Where is it? Well, at least, like... Tack two hundred two million to whatever you well, thought was yeah. the original price uh, tag. I don't know where it is. I'll see if I can find it. If not, then it's Tash gone. and I both had oh, like big bug eyes at that fact. We <laughs> yeah. like, Whoa! Uh, the production budget was twelve million, so it ranks as one of the most expensive TV films ever made. So a sixth of the budget <laughs> was Whoopi Goldberg's was Whoopi jewelry. Goldberg's jewelry. <laughs> a sixth. <laughs> Good Apparently night. so. Uh, another thing that I found interesting talking about the casting, apparently the Divine Miss M, apparently Bette Midler was the first choice to play the stepmother. She declined the oh. role. I know. That would have... Yeah. I mean, I love Bernadette Peters too. Yeah, but, I'm sure, but... But the executive... We're a Bette Midler household. <laughs> there was an executive producer. <laughs> so I don't know that Bette Midler felt this way, but this executive producer's feeling or thought around who they were trying to cast for the stepmother, they felt that no white actress wanted to be seen being mean, oh, being mean to, a, to a black Cinderella. Yeah, I can so see that. So I don't know that like Bette Midler specifically ever voiced that concern, but I think that... I don't know that they had a challenge finding someone to play this part, but I think maybe there was a hesitation. Uh, but Bernadette Peters eventually stepped into mm-hmm. the role. And then something else I wanted to look up but didn't, uh, but maybe will after this. Todrick apparently teamed up with Brandy and they produced a medley of songs from this uh, movie prior to the release on Disney+. Plus. Huh. So I thought that was kind of fun, but I, I didn't see it. Um, so I'm curious. I kind of want to go look it up. And then just uh, one other thing. There was a reunion of the film held February 11th in 2021. And that's Brandy's birthday. But I also found this sad. That's, that's when... Whoop- that's Whitney Houston's death. She yes, died on that day. Because we're coming up on the oh. 10th anniversary here. It would be the 11th, because if the 9th anniversary was 2021. correct. Yeah, I'm, that's okay. Yeah, that's thought, okay. We just entered we 2023. Into, yes. You're fine. I'm still signing my checks <laughs> incorrectly or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, but I just, I found that heartwarming that there was a reu- reunion, but then also heartbreaking because she was such an idol of hers mm-hmm. and just i mean you know whitney houston i'm sure yeah. that wasn't her <laughs> that wasn't like oh this is brandy's birthday but it is like kind of a sad <laughs> thing that they're both the same day yeah uh i think that's all i have i know i just rattled off a bunch of like random facts and things but does anybody have anything else to ask? yeah did you, you come you wanna... across anything in looking stuff um, up? basically everything that you had mentioned about how you know, Whitney wanted uh, 
originally to play Cinderella. And then, you know, as before it got officially greenlit or whatever, she had changed her mind about or, or feeling too old to play mm-hmm. her or whatever. And just little, just a bunch of little stuff like that. Because she's yeah. a producer on this. Oh, I don't think I yeah. realized yeah, that. Yeah, she's, she's a producer yeah. on this. So she had a lot of say in what was going on, which is, yeah. like I said, a, a little disappointing that we didn't get something else out of this because it seems to have been a formula that went well. And maybe we avoided, you know, there's another universe where there's a terrible Pinocchio <laughs> play somewhere, <laughs> but like maybe we avoided that. But I, I am a little disappointed that we didn't get one of these like every couple of years or something. Yeah. I mean, I am I now. Mean, I, I guess, wasn't then because I didn't watch it. <laughs> I guess now we, well, again, I guess this is the Broadway version, but now we have the live action versions of Disney films. Oh, yeah. I guess that's that, That's kind definitely of, a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's, I, it's not the same, but I feel like that's similar to this. Are we excited? Are we ready to watch I'm trying not to call it Brandy Cinderella because it feels a little Roger like, and Hammerstein. Roger and Hammerstein. Roger and Hammerstein. Cinderella, yes. the yes. 1997 re- remake. Very excited. Let's take the VHS out of the clamshell and stick it in the VCR. We'll see you on the other side, listeners. All right, listeners, we are back, and I cannot wait for Ryan's thoughts in particular. I I like this a lot more than I thought I was going to. Okay. Um, okay. I did fall asleep at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were faking it. I thought it was a joke. You were um, actually asleep when I tapped. I was. I was. If I wasn't asleep, I was getting there quick. Um, this does suffer. Okay, so first of all, well, let's get you guys. I'll go into it. But like what I liked and what I didn't like because I think there are things that are genuinely very good about this yeah. and then there are some things I, I think at worst it's just a, a, a it's the things I don't like about Rodgers and Hammerstein and it's a 1997 TV movie okay so that's like the worst thing you can say about it but then there are things I was like wow I'm really surprised at how good this is and how good this is and mm-hmm. how good that is so what what did you guys think I love the music but I am a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical fan, so mm-hmm. all that was was great. And um, I also just like like when they were at the um, ball and like just the like the dance scene. I love watching people dance, and I could watch stuff like that all day. Just I don't know. So that's probably why I'm a big fan of musicals, is because I like that it pushes both of those together and you do get like some fun dance scenes and stuff and then the songs and everything. Um, I I will agree with you in that. I think this was extremely well choreographed. Yeah. There yeah. are some really, really good dance numbers, but my problem was I think with a better director, we would have seen more of it better because there were a lot of times where there were really cool dance scenes happening and it was like an extreme close up, and I could just see people yeah, like peeking like it tight, out of the shot. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I really would like to see like an overhead of the whole ballroom and things like that. We got a few of those, but I think yeah. there's a lot like the first shot where it's they're going and I, I, I turned to you and I go, I'm already excited about this because I thought it was all going to be very much like there's a camera on a tripod and we just shoot like a like a someone filming a school play. Yeah, because it opens with them in like the town square and it's like a low shot going through and it's everybody's like feet and hands and it's like this really cool choreographed bit. 
but then it is the worst possible angle. It ends on the worst angle of Bernadette Peters, <laughs> the two stepsisters, and then Brandy, this like low shot, like them kind of shadowed strangely. And I'm like, this is really bad. And then at the end, we also get another terrible angle as it's the wedding and it's like way higher than everybody on these stairs. Yeah. So it looks like everybody's like looking like way up into the camera. And I'm like, man, this like, this the choreography is good especially in that opening mm-hmm. scene but it's just it just wasn't i don't think the director was that great mm. but i i agree with you i like i would this is really well choreographed and you see why that choreographer rob marshall goes on to direct musicals like i think he still he has a very good eye for what like can be done with the cam with a camera as opposed to just a, yeah. a stage so mm-hmm. um did you have anything else you said that you, that you're really into um, just Whitney Houston in general, oh, everything. <laughs> yeah. Like with especially, um, I always like, I can feel myself smiling and stuff when I, when I watch certain things and the, when she and Brandy are singing impossible together and they do that like back and forth, like impossible, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to sing cause I cannot sing, but they do that <laughs> back and forth and then they come together and do that one. Oh, I'm sure you can that. sing fine, but you are kind of like, this is not the one to try and, and emulate no. because they're both, when they did no. the harmony at the very end, I agree with you. I was, I wrote that down. I was like, this is awesome. Like it sounded yeah. really, really great. I will say <laughs> Whitney's introduction into the narrative, like she's at the beginning and then also she comes, she's like, fiddle dee dee and like jumps into the scene and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. There were a couple of scenes where I had, I had some real out loud and we'll get to them. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. Like it brought back a lot of memories, but I forgot how much I enjoyed the stepsisters. I thought they were, I enjoyed them much more than I remembered. Like I just remembered Whitney Houston and her being my favorite when I saw it when I was younger. But I really liked the trio of Bernadette Peters and the stepsisters. They came in hot. Yeah. I will say that. They were just over the top enough. Yeah. I will say they came in hot, but I think over time, like I love their song, The Stepsisters Lament. When they're like yes, in that the was a really good song. in the courtyard or whatever, and they're watching what, Cinderella. Why won't they, what does anyone love a, a girl like me? Yeah. Um, I if you told me they filmed that first section first, I would believe you because I think the stepsisters were two over the top, and I was like, oh, I thought Brandy was awful in that first the the market the scene. first scene. Yeah. Um, I just thought she just was like, I, I literally turned to you and I'm like. So Moesha was on the air for six seasons. She led a show for six seasons, 120 episodes. I thought she was bad. And then as I thought she was really good in the chair song. Whenever she was singing by herself, corner, yeah. I think she did really yeah. well. And she just got better throughout the movie. And the same thing with the stepsisters to me is when that first scene, I was like, oh boy. And then Bernadette Peters was, you know, a consummate professional the whole it was wonderful my favorite but... moment was when you heard jason alexander oh, speak God. for the first time <laughs> did you hear that I, yeah because i was like what you is like, this lost it. what is that I, lost it. I mean i'm assuming it's an italian accent I for the most part think, maybe but it was it was just like it to me it sounded like a theater person just be like do a foreign accent but He's he like, was the only it's me i do the thing but it, I, that was more italian than his i was like what is happening he was here? the only one with an accent which is yes. what made it yeah. like more it made it stand out in not a good it way it was 
very cool in that it was just everybody. Nobody tried to put on like a, not even a British accent, but like not even an affect. Like Whoopi Goldberg just sounded like Whoopi Goldberg. She didn't sound like yeah. Oh, she was, wasn't trying to sound like a queen. She was written like a queen. Yeah. And I I also like that Whitney Houston had this kind of modern take on. I will tell you, I feel like this um, movie took a lot from Aladdin in some ways because it's like you have that kind of market scene there's the prince who's like i go out and the people and do this you have like the oh, magical yeah, friend who's oh. essentially the, the godmother is the the genie and i think it's, yeah part of it is the stories if you think about it kind of do those same mm-hmm. but that's what it felt like with they were taking from with the godmother she's going to speak a little more modern have yeah. a little bit more of a modern way of talking. it was just like you think there's anybody else in this room and it was like things like that that weren't like she wasn't like referencing Nintendos or anything, yeah. but she was definitely. Everybody else was kind of written a little more fairy tale, and she was written a little bit more like you or I talking to, to Cinderella. Yeah. I yeah. also liked the charisma between Whoopi Goldberg and Victor. Is it Garber? Garber, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed they, them together. They were both really like Whoopi was really good and very funny. Uh, Victor Garber is a, a great like everything had, I see him in something I'm like he's, he had just come off of Titanic when he did this because I, we I get watch Titanic uh, always I will watch it anytime it's, with you. Well, you can't just say that because it is like, I know a it huge is a long movie day. but um, <laughs> he yeah apparently I, I read something of course now because I didn't write it down I won't get it right but someone had asked him I guess when he was on this like what was the like best film or like most interesting role he's played or something he's like well I just finished a movie where I was in Mexico uh, and filmed in a water tank so <laughs> I guess he was referring Titanic? To, to Titanic oh. uh, I don't I didn't think I realized that they were in Mexico doing filming for that I don't I don't know but that was like the quote I read and sometimes too those quotes are not completely he is accurate but. my favorite Frasier uh, guest star where Fra- he they get him as a butler oh that's fun and his, I think his name is Ferguson yeah I love him in pretty much and everything he's, he's in so good yeah. and he's not even like the main point of the episode he's just his character and then he goes away and I was like I would love if Ferguson like I wanted Ferguson to yeah. stay but he's just really good he's he's funny too I like the whole bit where he's like he's kind of into Cinderella but he's does not no, it, it, it it skates close to creepy but then, he like, says if he was a younger away. man, yeah, if I was a younger man yeah. he's like oh yeah. yeah now what are your thoughts on when jason alexander sang oh he's in, a great singer he's a, he's a good uh, well i will say the <laughs> accent got pushed to the back when it he did. was singing yes 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 yeah. was, i was just curious what your thoughts were specifically because we talked about your thoughts about him in general i'm gonna start. say something that may shock you guys once I got over the accent, this may be one of my favorite Jason Alexander wow. roles. Wow, okay. I, I think they did a good job of making him foolish yeah. and pushing him back. And then it was kind of people like reacting off of him went really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I think the thing I dislike him from the most, it's it's his him and Hunchback and then him doing that making of. So it's whenever it's just him. Talking about something. Like. I think he's super hammy, but when you put him with someone else, I thought he had some real restraint in some scenes in this. I think mm-hmm. he was, I don't know. I, I, I actually very, very much liked him in this. Well, I was like good. by the end, but at first when he comes in, just like, 
Your Highness, I, I do not know. And I was like, what I is forgot, this? I forgot that he had the accent. So it was also surprising to me. Uh, uh, I, usually on a full episode, we go beat for beat, but it is it pretty much follows yeah. the same story. This, so I think it's better to like talk about scenes we liked and, mm-hmm. and songs we liked and or maybe things well, that we didn't care for. Go but. from the beginning. I, I, I will say... Um, the them meeting and the Jasmine thing where he's coming after uh, when he's coming after it made it sound I don't know why yeah. I put it that way um, he's, he's not coming disguise after he's, in, he's the, in disguise in yeah. the worst tailored pair of slacks I've ever seen <laughs> that was the one thing I thought he was really good from being uh, Paulo Montalban yeah who I believe is Filipino you which should, again you I, should look it up I, I will double check but I I think it's interesting that they didn't go well his mother's black and his father's white let's find a mixed race person they just went okay this this guy you know what i'm saying like it was Mm -hmm. just like i i like that that that's how colorblind this was is they didn't sit there and try and think of lineage or try to connect yeah 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 how they should all i wish more i think fairy tale movies should do that all the time like i think more movies should do that and not worry about it but Mm -hmm. i also think the idea of like a fictional world. It's weird to me that someone would say, well, excuse me, um, in the movie about the glass slippers and the pumpkin that turns into a carriage, <laughs> technically, <laughs> this person, would, it's like, who gives a, yeah, come on. Yeah. I will say, did either of you guys get a little bit of, like, I understood what Bette Midler was saying where it did feel like, she's like, there was one no spe- one like you could go to the yeah. ball. She, when, she called like, her com- when she called her common. Right before common. she was, because you you're common. Have- I'm like, okay, good, 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 good. Okay, common, that's fine. No, but like the way the way she delivered those lines, yes. you could fit yeah. lots of other yeah. words and in like, for common that would have made it like yeah. a much uglier when, scene. With mm. Brandy being, you know, she's like, well, why couldn't I? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that whole, that whole scene, you can kind of see you where things could get uncomfortable and everything for and I, for the actors. I will say I think it kind of helped relieve that the fact that one of the stepsisters was also black. Yeah. I think yeah. so it wasn't a white family came in and was like, "All right, Cinderella." I was like, Ugh. but I, I will say there wasn't a lot in my mind. And you guys feel free to tell me your thoughts, but like I I didn't think it like I, I only thought about it because I was critically thinking for the podcast and otherwise it wasn't, you know, it, it, th- there's the argument. I think like, l- let me, let me, let me represent the stupid white male <laughs> argument, uh, which is like that th- this stuff is distracting. And I was like, it absolutely wasn't because they were really great actors doing a really great job. So I was brought into their performance. more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't find it. I didn't find any of that distracting to the performance or the story or anything like that. Yeah. I I, I thought it was great. I wish more stuff did it. Mm -hmm. Um, I said it was interesting that they met early because I think that was something we talked about in the 2015 one is that they do a better job. They give the prince something to do and they do the same thing in here. I was going to say, yeah, he has more uh, autonomy in this yeah. one like in the 2015 one. As not only does he cartoon. have, yeah, not only does he have more lines, but you know his side of the story, mm-hmm. what he's feeling yeah. and kind of struggling with, which I liked. Mm-hmm. So I liked the ball song, the song that's Jason Alexander's song. I liked the choreography there. I actually liked yeah. that song. It was kind of fun where it was like, 
<laughs> all the making all the cheeses rhyme and things like that. And he's and he's he's he did. Oh, that's in the that's the that's later. No, it's earlier when he's singing about the cheeses and everything. That's in the. That's not the ball song. That's the song where he's getting ready for the ball. Yeah, Sorry. that's in the yeah. towns, like yes. in the. That's the one I liked. Mm-hmm. I and, and you were asking what I thought about his performance and his singing. I mean, he's done. He was like after Nathan Lane left the producers, he took over. Yeah. So he's done Broadway. He's got a good singing voice. He was hitting some really high notes. Um, and he was good, like the dancing and stuff. There was one scene where they held up silk and he like ran through it, just went, ah, like yeah. as he ran through it. And I was like, well, who, whose decision was this? Like, why was this yeah. the choice? I loved all the choreography when they speed up the mm. music in the ballroom because the prince doesn't yeah. want to. He's done dancing with people. Yes. I loved all of that. And it's also interesting because the color palette of all the dresses were all very similar and the stepsisters stood out even more so. Especially yeah. the one in green. Yeah. And yeah. they had <laughs> hues of like the teals mm-hmm. and the purples in each of their gowns, even in the pink and the green. But yeah, they stood out, which I, I liked how they visually, I thought that was a cool thing to do. This is a question for both of you. What did you guys think of when... Brandy had the Cinderella dress on. What did you guys think of her eye makeup? It, I think it was very representative of the time. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I made. would say that. Yeah, I would say that. It was a very like nine that nineties blue. Very, very nineties. I was yeah. I was like, I think that's really cool that they did that to match her dress. But then when she for some reason when it was the scene with her turning into that, which there was some they should have taken some of that. Did you even notice her two million dollar jewelry? So I tried to look really <laughs> closely. She has this one, I think it's sapphires at one point. She cause she wears different jewelry in different scenes. Right. So I think that could be part of it. I don't think it was one necklace was two two million dollars. And she also has a crown. So I I would oh, yeah. think it's the crown. She has rings. She has right. bracelets. But the wedding jewelry I, that she wears at the end. But nothing. I will say, if I didn't read that fact, I wouldn't have noticed her right. jewelry. Yeah, I wouldn't. I only yeah. focused in on her jewelry because of the fact. And if they just taken that two million dollars and given it to the visual effects artists, <laughs> because some of the, I will say, I thought her dress transformation. Now she's going up against two amazing dress transformations in the 1950s version and the 2015. Well, I, 2015 I, hadn't happened yet. But that's what I'm saying in my head. In oh, my head, yeah, yeah, yeah. watching this, I, this one was pretty low. But I was like, I thought it was 1997 on a very low VFX budget. was pretty good. Very low. V- Every time Whitney, Whitney was not in there. And it, you could tell because it's older CGI and it's green screen. But like she has this halo around her hair. They yeah. love a tight curl in this movie. Yeah, her and Bernadette, Bernadette. Peters. Yeah, also had it. But like. The, Nothing wrong with the tight curl. I know. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> I have a very distinct memory of sitting behind Tash in, I think, Miss Lily's class and giving your hair once and just literally going sproying and like doing or yeah. like being very like your hair is so like being very like I remember your hair. You're very tight it's curls. Very, very tight curls. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I remember once, I think I did it, and I went sprawling, and you turned and looked at me. And came like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, as she should. As yeah, she right. Yeah. Said, you, can't, what are you, doing? you can't touch curly hair because you will make it frizz even more. Uh, yeah. I, okay, let's put a rule out there that you shouldn't, shouldn't just touch, touch anyone's <laughs> hair without them knowing. Well, there, yes. Yeah, there's also that. That's yeah. true. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh. true. Um, so, 
Uh, but yeah, so when she has that tight curl, you can see this halo of like yeah. the green screen technology going, we don't quite know what to do with this. I like that she was in gold, though. I liked that her colors, Whitney Houston's colors were very different from the original as far as Disney is yes, concerned. She, and she looked yeah. real good in that, yeah. in that dress. <laughs> and let's all agree also that we should try and t- t- 2023 should be the year of let's bring back capes that are attached to your pinky. <laughs> so that like, yes, I was like flowing. I'm sitting there I'm like oh man that looks so cool like woo so it looks like you got wings yeah, um, yeah she looked great I loved when she came in it was very strange to me when she's doing that first song with her in the kitchen her lip syncing was way off I, again I don't know why I was tuned in on some things that are you do you think it was that or do you think it was the speed of us watching it do you think it was like we weren't doing I didn't, the thing. oh we weren't I didn't notice anything I, it wasn't okay it wasn't but way I will off say, it was, yeah I, I don't pick up if it's if it's just barely off I probably won't notice it I I the reason I could tell with her is I could tell that was very lip synced because she does a lot of vibrato. She does a lot of stuff in her voice that, you, and she was just not doing that. And then in the last song, I was like, I feel like they might have recorded this, like because it's her being green screened on everything. I think they might have recorded it. That was the recording we were hearing. I'm also wondering if she stuff. didn't. I felt like she was always Whitney Houston, but I felt like the traits of what we know of her was only in that last song. So I wonder if she was also playing it more well, she, traditional in the way she sang because she didn't really do as she didn't really do any riffs or anything yeah. except for that ending song. Maybe. I, I, so I, I, that, I, I mean, I noticed that, but it was, it was, it was minor. It was just something I, I, I cued in. One other thing I wrote down is you were talking about Whoopi's crown. Yeah. I am pretty sure especially near the end, if you took that crown off when her hair was like up, because it's, your my brain goes, her head's in the crown. No, the crown is on her head and her hair is like up in it, so it keeps it there. Her crown's in the hair. Yeah, that's what, what you're saying. saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But I'm pretty sure if you took that crown off, she would have the Bram Stoker's Dracula butt thing going on. Like uh, with the, her <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I, yeah, like, I didn't really it, notice I, that. I was but... really cluing in on that for some reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, is Brandy's hair really that long? There's no way, right? There was some extensions. I'm good, it's, she probably has extensions in. Cause, but I don't know. I mean, her. I mean, natural I feel hair like can she, get that long and people can do braids and stuff for protective But if you braid it, it gets like shorter, right? Because you're braiding it, so um, it's the length shorter. So if it was longer, that means yeah. like she could have like double dutched with that hair at some point, like when it was not in those braids. It was so long. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that she probably has um, extensions in. Like she got the braids put in. I was just it, like, it, it looked cool, and then I liked her hair when she was in the uh, in the princess outfit. I don't know. I, I like the hair in this movie. I was somewhere <laughs> cluing in on all the hair, I guess. Because yeah. it was Victor Garba or Jason Alexander were the other two hairs I could do. <laughs> yeah, and Jason Alexander's true. hair is not yeah. Speaking of her hair, I did like, and I don't know, because um, I honestly haven't seen the, the what, what was it, the 1950s one? Is that when that one came out? The, the first one? Well, the, the, the 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 cartoon, the animated one. Well, the Rogers and Hammerstein. No, the they, Rogers it and Hammerstein. Aired, I think it was, when 50, was that 57, one? I think. 57, 57 sounds right. Okay, so I haven't seen that one, so I don't know like 
how much they changed of the dialogue and everything. But I did pick up uh, when Cinder or when Brandy was like, she was giving up or whatever. And she was in Whitney Houston, fairy godmother. She was like, do you think that he is in love with you just because of your dress or your braids? I was like, Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. That that's she, something like, they, they probably that. didn't tell yeah. Julie Andrews in 1957. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I mean, she probably didn't have braids like Brandy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. That I think they probably did like sprinkle in like, mm-hmm. like stuff to kind of help keep, or not help keep the diversity present and or whatever, but just kind of reinforce. Well, yeah, they and were that's... colorblind in the casting, but like afterwards, it felt like it wasn't a complete colorblindness. It was like, but they we, we weren't had... acting like like Brandy wasn't a black Cinderella. We were, you know, you know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, but we, you know, I talked about in my own little corner, they changed the words and the Mm -hmm. words that I read. And I think I think you're right. They did that throughout. I think there were lines that were in the original that made it very clear that Cinderella was white, that they changed or they added (laughs) to, which I think it wasn't heavy handed. Like you said, I think it was sprinkled in enough that it was like it it felt organic, like it felt like it should be there. They didn't change anything drastic that like really pointed it out. Yeah. Yeah. I will say again, comparing, you know, this is our third Cinderella we've seen. Boy, that glass slipper was underwhelming. <laughs> like, oh, it, yeah. It just looked like loose sight, I think I said at one point. You said. That- I had read something, Bernadette Peters, I think when she was on Rosie O'Donnell, she was interviewed and said, I, I think they made, I, I read two different facts. One that they made, I think, four different pairs of slippers, one that Cinderella wore, one that. Um, I guess they used to try on and whatnot. Uh, and then one was actually made of glass. I didn't read what the other ones were made of, so I don't know if they ever used mm. the specific glass one. But apparently when Bernadette Peters was trying on one of the slippers, she broke it. So I guess, oh, no. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I just read that fact. So I don't exactly know what she said in the interview when she was on the Rosie O'Donnell show, but and, I did read about that. That's another reason to, to, to tell you to, to watch the new one, Tash, is because boy, the slipper is gore. It's like, it's CGI when it's on her foot, but there's like a, it's a, what's it called? A swor- swor- Swarovski. Swarovski crystal. Yeah. It, it mm-hmm. is, it is very like, it's, it's featured. They put a lot of effort in that. And yeah. this was like, this felt like. Oh, did you get that? At, I, like, I swear to God, there was they sold that shoe. Yeah, I think they, they the sold. Yeah, something similar to it. It also reminds me of those jellies. Did you ever yeah. have? The, yeah, they're yes. they're like a summertime like sandal, but they were like clear and sparkly, and then they made them in other colors too. Uh, but, I don't know why you saying like, oh, it's really reminiscent of the times with the makeup. Like, really, like, flash me back to like nineteen ninety seven. So we would have been sophomores, ish. Yeah, and you would have been in high, okay. middle school. Well, my brother was born. I was twelve then. We'll, we'll so cut that I would out have been, because I don't need. <laughs> would have been, I would have been thirteen. Your, I guess. Yeah. I just. Yeah, I feel like you would have been right up this. This. <laughs> yes. This is. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there's there's a there's a picture somewhere like in your dad's school. house of a lot of butterfly clips. Oh going yeah, on. I rocked I've butterfly that, clips. Yeah. Put my hair up in them and yeah, all the time and glitter, oh, lots of glitter. Uh, <laughs> can we talk about how she arrives at eleven fifteen and only she only has forty five minutes? I didn't, yeah, yeah, they like zoom in on the clock. Her, 
midnight is when she has the leave and then they show the clock in the ball and it's 11 i was like oh dang i was like you didn't have to yeah you didn't have to show that clock like to make it you could have put any time in there as long as it was dark that was it exactly so i was like 45 minutes is really not a lot of time i didn't i didn't notice that yeah so that was one thing when i was watching it and because they show the clock and then i think if i remember correctly that's at that point is when they start speeding everything up like speeding mm-hmm. up through the dancers and stuff yeah and i was like she's only got 45 minutes she needs to hurry up and show up like she's running out of time exactly that's yeah a, that's a power move to be like i only need 45 minutes to make this man fall in love with me <laughs> um uh the one part where ryan i think was over the music was the song a lovely night so it's after they get back to the house no after I'll, t- the ball. I'll, t- I'll tell you when i first got over it it's the second love song in the ball i go we needed one love song because there's a song where they're dancing which is really cool because each of them that was one shot for their like entire verse and chorus Mm -hmm. so when it was the prince singing one shot no cuts and then it cut and it did brandy and she did one shot no cuts and i was like that's really impressive Mm -hmm. um although i I noticed a little bit more when he when he was because brandy wasn't nearly as good just keeping the smile face on just Mm. looking at him i think he was a little bit better but uh, I thought that was really cool. And then they went outside and they sung another I Love You song. And I'm like, no, no, we got it. You yeah. love her. And then, oh, do I love you because you're beautiful. Yeah, that which was I think the second cool one. Yeah. reprise later with mm-hmm. Whoopi. I like 10 Minutes Ago, the one where they're dancing in the ball. I, I like, like that, that one. Yeah. I like that one better, too. So yeah. that was like, I don't need two I Love You songs. Like the, the stepsister song is there and that one's good and it's yeah. short. But then when I fell asleep, is they're back at the house talking at the about house, the ball and i go and you reached over and tapped me and i jumped because yeah. i was falling asleep <laughs> and then i went they're singing a song about the scene we just saw like their ball <laughs> the, the song is yeah you'll never believe what happened at the ball and my thought is yes i will you showed it to me <laughs> five minutes ago yeah. like i was like that Come was on. the song now, you were i think it. the end of it is important which is again my problem with the rogers and hammerstein is not, you can see the beginning of a song you can see the end of a song and you know what you need to know instead of it like the song actually developing at the end it is when bernadette peters realizes that she's because she curtsies yes yeah yeah, she's like realizes that it was her at the ball Mm -hmm. and you need that you need to be able to show that scene but like again like i was i was out i was i was out or on my way yeah and it was also <laughs> i will say it's mostly because brandy has a lovely voice like yeah. it was really comforting and like it wasn't like yeah. it was like this is awful i was just like oh what a nice mm-hmm. voice i'll just because the first time i was kind of like nodding off and i was doing listeners at home can't see this but i'm like covering half of my head so, so that i can't see it my wife can't see my <laughs> eyes and then i just went and like yeah. really just nodded off and then she tapped me and I went like and jumped. <laughs> um, two part well one line that you laughed at a lot was Jason Alexander who said who dances in glass shoes I just thought that was really yeah it was I, a good funny it line is. it's the whole thing with Cinderella like why you dance why like why glass yeah. whose idea was this <laughs> but one that I really liked was visual was when everyone in the step family are all hopping on one foot the step family well, uh, how else would you no but that, the the pun because they're stepping funny. oh yeah both of you went oh like that's, like, that's a you... sign of a real joke is when, <laughs> a real good joke uh, is but no i i liked that a lot and brandy does that too when she runs away she's only got one boot on and honest to god she's wearing footlocker socks 
I swear <laughs> to God, I, her sock she's wearing looked like your looked, socks. I go, I go oh, Cinderella shops at the same place I do for socks. <laughs> <laughs> like, went to show that she had one fun. I will say. This is maybe a little controversial. This is a foot fetish movie. There's yeah, a there lot was, like, of foot one shots. Too many, oh, one when they're t- trying them on, yeah, yeah all over trying the place. The first, the first scene is all feet, and I know that's probably oh, a, that's true. It's that that is probably more of a like it's Cinderella. It is about feet, and probably I don't know about the '90s, but like there's there's an innocent version of that theme of like let's show a bunch of feet yeah. because it's a thing but i think i don't think this is a purposeful foot fetish movie but if you told me perverts like to watch this movie i would be like oh i get it but i will say know, there's there was, a lot of really cool socks <laughs> there were in that a lot scene. of cool socks there were some bare feet i don't know seeing a bare foot in that slipper even brandy's <laughs> who had a nice bare foot was <laughs> no. not attractive did she have a nice bare I foot think she probably I, I, had a fine bare I, foot that but did not look good in hard. that shoe yes it, because it's in the shoe yeah i would not want to wear it a bear a see-through shoe yeah yeah no yeah it wasn't attractive and they like really zoomed in on it and i get it because they have to show that it fits do you paint your toenails tash am i getting too personal no i go and get pedicures yeah but you just you just don't want people to see your toes or you don't want is it just the the idea of like a slightly weirdly magnifying glass shoe I don't know. Like I wear like I wear flip flops and sandals and stuff like that where you can see but like I just, I don't know. Maybe it's the idea of it being encased in glass. And it's also just, like wedged well, again, in there. Even if it fits. To me, that wasn't glass. That was 100% but even well, if plastic. Even if your foot fits well, in a shoe like that, it's changing the shape of your foot well, when the, it's in yeah. there. And it looks weird. it's still going to like squash your toes yeah, weird. Yeah. That's the other thing you. I was going to say you. that might be a little gross, but the idea of how things are done in movies when they put that foot on someone's foot they took it off 100% they had to windex those things to get any smudges <laughs> out for the next shot oh my like God. that's when you're like this is this many this many uh, versions of the shoe i'm like yeah it's probably easier to go get us a clean shoe we're going to do this yeah, shot again uh-huh. you clean that shoe while we get this one ready mm-hmm. um that was gross so uh <laughs> i burn it let, let me ask a question so do we do we want to rate the villain? Are we do we have anything else we want to talk about in this? Oh, what was our favorite song? Oh, we'll get to those questions oh, in a second. Okay. Oh, I do have a note here that says because Jason Alexander and the movie kept trying to pass this off on me, and I'm like, that's not true. Am I? This is partly that statement. I'll say what it was supposed to say, and then I'll tell you what. Uh, <laughs> this is a auto- roller coaster. Hold on, I'll tell you what 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 it's supposed to say, and then I'll tell you what the autocorrect says because it's, oh, it's supposed to okay. be. Am I supposed to believe that Bernadette Peters isn't gorgeous? Because I feel like the whole time Jason Alexander's like, Madam, please. And I'm like, give me a break. I think it I would was- be tripping <laughs> over. I would be kicking babies out of my way to get over well, to one, a dance with Bernadette Maybe Peters. he wasn't into ladies. Two, I thought it was more Fair, her okay. personality. I thought it was more like she's intense. Get away from me. Like there you're too much. And she he- clearly is just trying to like butter him up and dance with him and stuff to get him to let yeah. her daughters there's go. that but there's also when she's like he's like are there any younger women in the house i'm like give me where is your hair how dare you <laughs> who do you think you are also i will say that the 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 uh uh white stepsister looked like 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 could have been it looked like her aunt it didn't like they looked the same age almost yeah bernadette yeah. you need to say bernadette peters looked great in this movie mm-hmm. uh what was the autocorrect though 
uh, Bernadetto Petersburg. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> good. Autocorrect changed it to. That's so good. when I was trying to read it back. Um, is there anything else? My last note, and I want to bring this up again, is that capes that loop around pinkies. Let's bring okay. that back. I will. I don't. Work I feel in- like I had a dance costume that had that or something. No, I mean like, like an everyday wear. Oh, an everyday wear. Everyday wear. I feel like you could do something because, you, like, you get like a blanket. It's almost like keeping warm. I feel mm-hmm. like it's something some like I feel like wear around the house. They for a while. I don't know when, but. I don't. Maybe they are still in popularity. But when our friend's daughter was younger, they made like butterfly wings where you'd attach it to your pinky. So when you spread it out, like you'd wear. Butterfly I wish wings. I was a consumer. So when you spread, spread it, it, you out. like you like do a wind up to your. <laughs> um. So let's do the questions. But let me ask, and I, I have my opinion. But do you guys think we should rate the villain? I don't I'm think not, we have to. I, I'm not yeah. feeling it simply because. It's it's it again. It's a cover song. We can talk about what we liked about her, but I, yeah. I, I'm not into rating her. What do you guys? What do you guys? Think? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's do the uh, questions, which start off with "How is the princess?" Um, this will be an easy one because we actually have a princess. Uh, you guys got my thoughts. I I thought Brandy when she was singing and even acting while singing was really good, but sometimes I was she was very flat in other in other scenes, but. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think she was cast for her voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was one scene where she's supposed to look at him, and she's got like her eyes widen, and it almost look went to the creepy I side think I of know eyes. What you're, yeah, yeah, it was I like right before the commercial break. I think. <laughs> like where a commercial I, would have been. You know what it looked yeah. like? It looked like Tash and I when you said Whoopi Goldberg's necklace costume a million times. We were that's both what, like That's what they told that's what they yeah. told Brandy, right? She looked up and behind they're holding the bill behind the prince. Yeah. She's like, Holy shoot. Yeah. I said holy shoot. I what I meant to say was you know what, but I self censored myself. It sounds stupid. No one says holy shoot. <laughs> that's stupid. Okay, anyway. Not uh, into twenty twenty three. In your capes and holy shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I listen, I this capes are happening. Uh how was the prince? I really liked this. I prince. liked him. I, I liked him a lot. I think they probably gave him the instruction to be very sincere, and sometimes I think that was a little strange and off putting, but I don't think it was his performance at all. Pa- I didn't Paolo find it Montalban. Strange and off putting. There were a couple times when they it, I think it towed the line a couple times where I was like, this guy is a little too, like, I have to a find A little it. too like, nice? Yeah, yeah. Not too oh. nice, but just like. Too intensely wanting to find it someone? Was, it I'm, was, I'm trying I don't, to I don't want to eat or sleep till I oh, find her. That's yes. the line oh, I went, yeah. all right, dude, take it easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I, I liked him. I liked his singing voice, too. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And I, I thought, because he, he really did it all. Like, he had, you know, a lot of choreographed scenes that he was in. He had several songs. Uh, and I liked him in the beginning. I think he really, like you said, he helped carry Brandy through that I'm first say, scene. Uh, l- listen, this isn't necessarily my purview, but he was kind of hunky too. Oh yeah, I thought he, he was, was cute. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not hunky, but he was definitely cute. So more of a, mm-hmm. a better look, a better a better word. Um, sidekicks and henchmen. So let's talk about. I think we've done a lot of talk about Lionel. Yes, which is Jason Alexander's character. I. I liked him better as this character than I did his hunchback character. Like, I, I he was just 
a good little comic background character. Like the whole scene where he, he's trying to hang on with the ladder. the ladder. Like I love the scene where he's. I forgot what he was doing, but it's it's there's all this business happening in the background at the ball, and he's then the dancing queen just, with people, and he falls. Yeah. it's with the stepsisters. Yeah. It's all happening in the and, background. And the queen turns around and goes, "Who's that?" And he's like crawling, like army coins. He's like, "Oh, that's Lionel." And she's like, "Huh?" And they yeah. keep going. Yeah, it it almost felt like improv. Mm. It was like not what he was doing, but her reaction to yeah. it. Um, which, she apparently improved the. Well, it's not really a line, but when she like squeaks and doesn't know what to say. I don't know, oh, yeah. but like she apparently, and then she does it throughout, but apparently that was in improv because she felt, you know, like when you're a parent and you don't want to say something negative, but you don't necessarily yeah. like exactly <laughs> know what to say or how to say it. So you just make a sound. And so I think it came from that. Well, the other thing I really liked, and we'll, let's transition into the Queen of the King. Well, yeah, because we also talked about the stepsisters a lot too already. Yeah. Um, yeah the look they give each other when he says i want to fall in love like you and mom and they kind of give each other a real sweet look yeah but i, I like was wondering that. it was sweet but then i was also like was their marriage prearranged? like thinking in fairy I, you tale know, times I did, I did have that thought too and I, was I was like, like um, yeah i was wondering if that look was oh little does he know we didn't love each oh, other at first that's how i yeah. took that look that's I, how i took it too yeah I, not to say that they're not in love now i think they mm-hmm. are in love with each other like now presently as we see them as a couple but to me that look was oh he he doesn't realize that we were like set up or or whatever i thought i i, I thought they I, I thought it was more of like the kind of like do as I say, not as I do, like kind of impressing that, like the parents are like, well, we're going to do this for you anyway. It worked for us, but it's not going to, we need to make sure, you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. I thought I, I, I didn't get that. Like we were arranged, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Interesting. That's it's, it's a good art when you can get different mm-hmm. takes from it. Isn't I've always said that Brandy Cinderella <laughs> was good art. Um, favorite musical number. So this is be a good one for this one. Cause I yeah, feel like, cause there's a lot. Do you, what, what was yours Tash? I like um, when the one where she's sitting in the chair, and I liked Impossible. Those two are mm-hmm. my favorite. Mm-hmm. I, I think I did not like the made-up language for Impossible. It's the only thing like you can't uh, beat bippity boppity boo. Yeah, like, fiddly, fiddly foodle. What's with your noodle? Yeah. I was like, get out of here with that. <laughs> uh, I think Impossible's my favorite, uh, but I also really love Ten Minutes Ago a lot. And mm. I liked, I looked it up. I think it's called Stepsister's Lament. I really, I don't remember that song at all. 10 minutes ago and Impossible, I remembered from when I saw this originally. I've heard uh, Impossible before. But the Stepsister's song, I really enjoyed this watch through a lot. Im- you know me, I can never pick just one. But. Impossible, I'm pretty sure was a mom jenkins could be standard uh, 10 that- minutes ago i've also used with a client who really loved right. musicals so that one like stands out in my mind more because i've used it recently i i loved the, the we're putting on a ball or whatever it's called song with with jason alexander like I, yeah again i i did not think i would like jason alexander in this then you heard and his then voice i heard his voice i was like <laughs> and i had a look on my face like what did I sign up for? I, I, yeah. I, looked, I looked angry. I, I could feel it because I was just like, mm, and I'm doing that thing where my like 
lower jaw juts out. I'm like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't want to watch don't wanna this. Do- oh, he's going to do this the whole time. <laughs> this is his voice. He's just a choice he made. And then like that, by the time we got to that first song, I was like, oh, okay, this Which is all is right. Which is pretty early on yeah. in, the, in the movie yeah. as well. Yeah, he's not as, as big a character, although he apparently is the prince's best man at his wedding, which I thought was... Yeah. Also, <laughs> speaking of that shot, there's somebody behind Jason Alexander who must be shorter than him or on the steps. And she has a fe- she must have a feather in her hair. But it looks like he's wearing a feather. Oh, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah. Like in the way that it's just one of those things where like you're in front of somebody wearing something and it looks like you're wearing it. And like for a moment, I was like, they couldn't have like moved that woman or whoever it was because we never I never actually saw who it was who was wearing that. But somebody was wearing like a pompadour feather thing. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, we've got our how does it hold up? I think we've talked a lot about ethnic representation and how well this movie this this did it. Uh there's no drinking or smoking, there's no guns or firearms, there's, you know, a lot of a female character agency. I mean, it's a story about women who want to get married, but I think going into it knowing it's a fairy tale, that knowing what you're but gonna even, get. I think Yeah, it's, but she does say good. in the beginning when when he says, oh, I should treat a woman like a princess. And she's like, no, like a person. Yeah, like, that was one of my favorite lines. That was one of my favorite lines. Yeah, there was a lot of little stuff kind of sprinkled in throughout that that kind of. That. And yeah, it- and I was reading about that. I think I said she's more confident and she is and isn't, you know, because she is yeah. second guessing herself a lot. And that's why the fairy godmother is there to kind of help show her you've always had this in you. But I like this version of Cinder. I like that they modernized it in a mm-hmm. way that she's like, no, you just have to like, like treat, like you said, treat me like a person, be kind to me, but like also be real with me. I feel like yeah. there is. I, I also like the thing where she's like, and you'll want me to be your servant, be your faithful servant. He's like, I have servants. I want someone who yeah. will talk to me. Like, yeah. I liked, he was, it wasn't just like, like him learning how obedient, to treat a woman. But yeah, was, she says something, something like that. It was, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that the show, it did a good job of, not everyone had like a huge character arc, but like everybody learned a little something. Mm-hmm. Like even the mom and the dad, like, yeah. you know, everybody short of the step family and Lionel, like I think had like a little bit to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, So that was good. Let's, because we're not rating her, let's spend a little bit of time on Bernadette Peters' uh, evil stepmother, which... Portrayal. Which, she wasn't Lady Tremaine, was she? What was her... Did I she don't have know a if name? they ever called her if, by a name. Yeah, yeah I don't remember. The stepsisters were Calliope and Minerva. Yeah. Um, And they were really good. She may have been just billed stepmother. Like, yeah. she may just be... Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, that first outfit, that I, hat. With, not only the hat, but... Her legs are like she's wearing she's wearing like a, a very tight skirt under the big bustled skirt. So when she walks, it's like her feet are very close together. So the whole in- entrance of her was really good because like physically it was very funny to look at her. But the ballroom gown, I, there were a lot of good costumes. I, she in came this. out and I went, well, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. But it her ballroom gown dress. and her jewelry, her necklace, everything like it was, I liked wasn't that a lot. It wasn't $2 million yeah. jewelry. That's all no, I No, it tell. wasn't $2 million now. But <laughs> I, I liked her a lot. I also really like Bernadette Peters. She was very much why I like her. She's a little over the top and intense, but for me in the best way. So mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys felt. What what did you think Tash about? Oh, I'd agree. I think I think she's great and she's always really good in at being over the top but not like 
too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just I, what the character deserves. And I, I think yeah. I read, again, I didn't write it down, so I always like second guess, am I saying it right? But I think up until this point, she maybe hadn't played a lot of villains, mm-hmm. which is interesting because she then goes on to play um, villains and other things. So I think that this was also a different character for her at mm-hmm. the time to to play someone like this uh but i i loved her interpretation of it so uh finally does this get a clamshell edition up on the shelf or do we put it away in the vault no i don't think it should go in a vault so you're clamshelling it yes tash same don't, are you going to put it in? I shouldn't. I'm sorry. It's your well, opinion. Here's the thing. I, 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 get, I get to like, I know you have a drawer and I don't believe in the drawer. I wouldn't like, go in the drawer for me either. Well, I'm not answering for you. I'm answering for me. <laughs> and because you're part of the equation in mm. our collection, I get to like piggyback off you and be like, Got yeah, it. I'd gladly have it on. I wouldn't be like, get that off of there and knock it off. Yeah. I don't know that I'd really watch this again. Mm. I might watch parts of it again. I also don't have the nostalgia. Like it's one of those things where... Sometimes I watch stuff that's nostalgic for other people and I go, oh, this is bad and you like it because of nostalgia. And this one I watched, I go, oh, I totally understand. Like, I understand why 60 million people watch this. It's good. Yeah. It's just not necessarily my thing. And we, again, on this very episode have documented my (laughs) thoughts on musicals. Yeah. But I did enjoy it way more than I thought I would. And I wouldn't have a problem with it being in our collection, our collection. Yes. If it was my collection, I don't know if I'd lock it away in the vault forever, but I don't know that I'd get it, if that makes sense. I I think it was a little long. I think I would have cut out, like you said. I agree. I felt like there's a spot in the middle where it just flew by about four minutes oh, yeah, when one you, song. Oh, yeah, when you snooze. Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it was like super long, but I do feel like there were one or two songs. The beginning went by really fast. Like, yes. I think they get to the ball very quickly. Yeah. And then there's a lot of like, mm-hmm. you could have cut some stuff. You could have cut the. I, I don't know. There's about. You, and again, they if they're trying up. to be, again, well, that you said they added songs too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was gonna say, if you're trying to be authentic to the original production, but if they added songs, then yeah, they potentially could have any, taken some of those out. Any song that started with the boys to men, like, 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 <laughs> bass and kind of like, uh, piano and and drum kit, like all like Casio sounding. I was like, I don't think this is a Rodgers and Hammerstein original. <laughs> no, I read that the um that the songs that they added were from other Rodgers and Hammerstein's shows. So they were all their music, just not. Yeah, that's what yeah. I read. Some of them definitely had a different instrumentation though, because I, I said mean, that that's the first the song. nineties, yeah. yeah. instru- yeah, influences Cause, cause on so, those songs. Like some of them, I think they're like, we need to make this sound more like a nineties R and B song, and it was we're going to do it all on a synthesizer. And then other ones were like strings and oboes, and I'm like, well, that's definitely Rogers. <laughs> like the whole like we're putting on a ball. Like yeah. I was like, okay, that's definitely Rogers and Hammerstein original. Well. Tash, thank you again for being on our our, our uh, podcast. Uh, of course, we ask our guests to plug something, whether it's a personal project, uh, a piece of media you've been enjoying recently, or just a general sentiment you want to put out there in the world. Uh, Tash, please feel free to plug away. We are still working on our Buffy YouTube channel and stuff, so that's still in the works. Um, I was hoping we would get some episodes out by the new year, but you know, things get crazy. The holidays happen, you get engaged and 
It's yeah. just a yeah. way to throw that out there. Just <laughs> you, like, know, you know, things happen. Uh, I was wondering if you um, could just, I, I would love it if you'd just been like, I'd like to promote that I'm engaged. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can promote that too. Um, I know like that we, we actually have a video of it and I don't know who did it, but so, I think it, it might've been my mom, but you could hear someone in the background go, finally. Oh, <laughs> it's, like, oh, it's like, all right, cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so we're working on that and then just it's 2023 let's be good to each other mm-hmm. and be good to ourselves it's very important and yeah just let's have a good year and you know? capes with pinkies so <laughs> capes with pinkies yes that's just, it's the last thing we want to promote for 2023 <laughs> Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I believe next week we are going to... You pointed out that we're doing zero animated films this month. Did I point that yes. out? I don't so remember, I but that things, sounds like me. If things go the way we're, the, the, the schedule is, next week will be Pirates of the Caribbean. Ooh, opening it up okay. to the, to the, the uh, movies about rides um, and getting that all in there because Lord knows we need more... Content? More content. And so just <laughs> finally getting through all the Disney stuff. But uh, thanks again, Tash. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and we will uh, see you next time. All right. Take care, listeners. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you've got a Disney story to share, a bone to pick with us, or just want to say hello, call the Princess Diaries hotline at 707-YO-TRPD-1. That's 707-968-7731. You can send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Tweet at us at TRP Diaries on Twitter or check out our Instagram at TR Princess Diaries. Join the Facebook group to post Disney memes, vote in our Disney theme brackets, and meet other fairy tale friends. Facebook.com slash groups slash TR Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five star review. Check out pods.link slash trprincessdiaries for all the places you can find us on the web, including how you can support us through our coffee account or our Redbubble merchandise store. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Uh